Um, and I like that it, it doesn't really cause me any stress and I would like to keep it that way because I like that it brings me happiness and joy and I'm, I've made friends through it and you know I've been, I've been very lucky with it. I, honestly when I started it I didn't think anybody would read it. Hello everyone and welcome to Breaking Bread. This is our Birmingham based food podcast presented by Liam and Carl. I'm Liam, unfortunately Carl can't be with us today. On this week's episode, we had a great little chat with award-winning food blogger, Laura, also known as Bite Your Brum. Her blog's really useful for finding out good places to eat, good things going on in Birmingham. We had a great little conversation. I love sitting down and just talking all about food in Birmingham. Uh, definitely not an episode to listen to if you're hungry, this one. Just talking lots and lots about food. Things are very crazy at the minute on the pocket. I'm waiting now. It's we're very close to being a year old. Celebrate! We've got a couple of little bonus episodes coming out. We're recording lots and lots at the minute, which is good. Thanks again to Bacchus Bar for letting us record again. Really grateful to have somewhere to record in the middle of Brum. Thanks to Brendan and the staff. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a real great episode. Love meeting Laura. Love talking about food. Obviously, that's what we do. We love talking about food. Ladies and gentlemen, Laura, bite your bro. I don't know, if I get trolled or if anyone wants to have a fight about anything or anyone wants to pick a peanut out of a poo, it's always, <laughs> always on Twitter. The most wanna, argumentative people. Talk into the mic so we can just test it. Hello, hello, hello. So you were saying you get lots of shit on Twitter. No, I don't get lots of shit on Twitter. <laughs> I, 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 I think everybody gets the occasional, if you have a blog of any kind or a podcast of any kind, I think you're you open yourself up to maybe getting a little bit of little bit of flack. Also, not everybody agrees on everything. I can think something's great and somebody else goes along and doesn't like the restaurant or doesn't like the food and then they immediately decide that you're the devil because <laughs> they, they've wasted their money on something because you've suggested it. But not everybody yeah. likes the same thing, do they? So, Food's very subjective anyway. Food is um, very subjective. We've not had any like negativity yet, but um, it will come. Like I'm not saying we're brilliant, but when it comes, we're just not like we haven't got enough followers to be people going like that. But I'm I'm wondering how I'm going to take it because I'd like to be thinking I'm more zen, <laughs> and then I'm going to be like, oh, I like to think okay. I can do. I I always <laughs> like to think I'm quite um, I'm quite resilient, uh, and I'm also quite opinionated and loud, so a lot of the time I write something and then I delete it because I think this is just going to cause more flack. So I don't bother with it. I try, and, I try and avoid it where possible. That's just made me think I'd rather see the uncut version like all the time. <laughs> I, did, I used to, in the, in the very early, early days of Bite or Brom, I did used to get in fairly, uh, fairly prolific scraps on Twitter, but I choose not to do that anymore. I don't think it's doesn't achieve anything and it's not very healthy so yeah, bigger things to <laughs> get on with you do you everyone should just you know yeah that's how i like to think anyway i don't, mm. I don't know how it works i don't really know how facebook works <laughs> you don't facebook's rubbish yeah. you don't want to know how facebook works I, I literally only use facebook now in order to put blog links on there i don't really as a yeah, as a personal so platform i barely use it now i think it's dreadful but whereas twitter you can get a good chat and then instagram's very pretty and there's a 
of bit of engagement and stuff on the. Oh yeah, I get really good engagement on Twitter and Instagram, and I think it's because they're more they're more visual or based on talking to one another. And the yeah. weirdest thing for me about Facebook is Facebook was meant to be about talking to each other. It was meant to be about sharing ideas, share, and it's just everybody is now. It's just weird memes and like. Yeah pandas rolling down slides and <laughs> and uh yeah so I, I don't really not a big fan of facebook anymore so we've, we've kind of got chatting I, I don't know how much we'll keep that in a normal podcast i just like to get it to see yeah, yeah, i can yeah. check it's recording because i don't want to get halfway through and realize it's not recording which i did before with okay <laughs> do you want to listen to it and see if it's all right no nah, it's cool i know sure. it'll be all right okay. i can make we've got an editor who does all of that anyway so that's his problem i need <laughs> one of them <laughs> <laughs> so today Carl unfortunately can't join us. He's got a family emergency. But we were meant to be, the two of us were meant to be joined by Laura, who most of you will know as Bite Your Brum. Hello. If you don't know who that is, where the hell have you been? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Breaking Bread podcast, Laura. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I want to start by getting something off my chest. Oh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I'm a little bit jealous. Well, actually, I'm very jealous of you. Okay. Not because... Is it my hair? Not because you're... Oh, yeah, you've got great <laughs> hair. Not because you got an awesome Kiss t-shirt or because you are a famous blogger and awesome on Instagram and have loads of followers. But you live within walking distance of Juju's. I do, I do, I do. It's literally life-changing living near Juju's. I am devastated that I don't live walking distance to Juju's. It's, I've <laughs> counted it. It's 36 seconds from my front door if you just walk slowly to it. And the worst bit is, if you couldn't be bothered to work, walk them 36 steps. I've heard that they may deliver to you. Um, they do. And also, fun fact, I've been rescued after I got locked in my apartment by B of Juju. No. I had to throw my keys out of my bedroom window <laughs> to help help her get into the building because I got the our door handle came off of her bedroom and I got stuck. And I was very lucky that she was at work and she came and rescued me. Oh gosh, are you lucky to her open? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a strange afternoon, but she said uh, she helped me out immensely. Peace, lovely. Um, Juju is the legend. <laughs> they are. They're very um, they're very welcoming, and they have um, they've got a great offering, um, and they've just celebrated their ten year anniversary. Yeah. Did you go to the thing, uh, party on the Sunday? I or? did. Yeah, I didn't. I couldn't. I was away that weekend. So it was fun. Yeah, I, it was, I was gutted. They're so we, nice people. We got very heavily into some very nice wine and. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was good. I won. I won a bottle of gin on the raffle, so I was. Oh, no. I was a very happy girl that day. <laughs> yeah, I love that place. What's your favourite dish on the menu there? My favourite, to be honest, I go there a lot for uh, brunch. Yeah, Saturday Sunday guy. And I'm fat, <laughs> so I, I get that. <laughs> and their portions are so small. <laughs> <laughs> so I do something really greedy. Is I'll get the. Um, it's like a whole loaf of bread. Oh, the, they put the whole the, breakfast in it. With the breakfast inside. I've never had the, it. Oh. Is it. Is it filthy? It, it's unreal, yeah. yeah. But it's, even for me, it's too big. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks enormous. Big. I've only ever seen one person have it, and yeah. they just were defeated within like 15 minutes. It's you enormous. Ha- you get halfway and then realize you're just going to have to abandon the bread and just crack on with the rest of the breakfast. Mm. It's, just it's like much. a man v food challenge, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I just In the pictures, it doesn't do it justice. It's, it's huge. It's really big. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I always... Because I'm always tempted to get the pancakes as well, because the pancakes are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I get the pancakes for my daughter, knowing that she full well that she, she won't, won't eat, eat them all. all. <laughs> you get to eat them. Yes. Yeah. I do that with my best friend. He can't eat as much as me, so I encourage him to eat or order something that's massive, knowing full well he will not be able to finish it. 
um, and I know I will get the other half, which is he 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 doesn't he I don't know he might hear this. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Porky hash is my favourite. I was about Gigi's. to say what's your favourite. Oh my god, the porky hash! I've eaten like four thousand porky hashes. Yeah, it looks good. That does. It is so good, and it looks it when it comes out. It's not as big as the others, and you think. Oh, it's not going to be very filling. And then halfway through it, you just... That and the, that with the Bloody Mary is my Sunday hangover go-to. Fact fact of the day. They have it, it ready for you. Like, you know, they're no, but time. she does... <laughs> when I walk in, she literally be, will look at me and be like, you need Bloody Mary. And I'm like, <laughs> I do. <laughs> frequently, yeah. I frequently need a Bloody Mary. But yeah. I love that. Have you been for any of the evening meals? Or I have. Their fish and chips is really good. Yeah, that looks awesome. Um, their nachos are really nice. I've had an nachos. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, their pies are good. <laughs> they do a pie special on a Thursday? No, they don't do that do anymore. Do anymore. No, oh. I, was, I'm, I know. I, I was absolutely sad, sad of that. But it's because um, they changed their offering on the independent Birmingham card. So you can still kind of get that for the same price, but it means you can enjoy other food for the same amount of money as well. So it's, it's kind of better for other people, but that yeah. pie special in its form doesn't exist anymore yet. Oh, right. So it's still kind of, you can still, still go in and order pie. You can still, oh my God, all the pies. Have pies for days. So good. <laughs> Around there, there's not a lot else. No, it's a weird one, actually. And my only my only gripe with Juju's, and it's it's very, very small and completely selfish, is that I work from home. So I would love it if they were open on like a Tuesday lunchtime. Um, but no, there's not a lot else around there. There's um, Apparently, there's an Italian in the middle of Ladywood that's like hidden away that someone told me about the other day and i can't work out whether it might be the best thing i ever do or it could potentially ruin my life but we're gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a go i can't even remember what it's called now i'm trying to think i can't think of one no it's it i, I don't think it's an authentic italian yeah so i'm gonna but i'm gonna give it a go but there's not much around there it, i tend to walk off towards edgebaston where you've got yeah El Bracho and Largis. Um, Largis is on the. Oh my god! I I've eaten. Ian, my husband and I eat there so often. Um, again, if I lived in town, Gigi's for breakfast. Largis. It's me. such good value. Largis. I it's don't even like so Italian good. food. Oh, if someone said what's your least favourite food, I would say Italian in general. Oh, what like pizza and pasta? Not a massive fan of pizza, and I'm not a massive fan of pasta. Oh my god! I think it's normally you get this heap. That makes like, me really sad. <laughs> I can't imagine a life without either <laughs> of those things. It'd be awful. Yeah, everyone says that. But, the, but I think it's because they make it all from fresh, from scratch. Yeah. So it's not like most of the pasta dishes you normally get. No, and they're also the best donuts you'll ever eat in your life. Oh. I, will, I will challenge anyone to a mud wrestling fight over those donuts. I literally have eaten so many of them. They're so good. They yeah. never fail you. Yeah. I always get them as like a pudding and I take it home and end up eating it lying on the sofa, rubbing my pasta belly. <laughs> I, got, I normally get tiramisu because tiram I love tiramisu. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, their tiramisu the, is so good. Yeah. There. So then I get the donuts to take away yeah. and have a tea later. <laughs> yeah, our, our thing that we do is um, we have a, a pasta each and we have a pizza to share. Yes, yeah, so do we. <laughs> yeah. Like a garlic bread, but it's a little bit more extreme. Table pizza. Yeah. And do you know what really weirdly I was talking to someone, I think I was talking to someone literally a week ago about this where it's, it's become like a weird thing in laggies. That's what people do. Yeah. You have it as like a side dish, a whole pizza as a side dish. Well, they didn't think it was strange when we ordered it. We no, ordered they don't know. What, they, do you know what? They're so friendly in there. You could walk in and honestly ask for pasta on your pizza and they'd be like, oh, as long as you're happy with it, like, that's fine. Yeah, I love that place. So on our last podcast, we've done um, 
fan question when somebody wrote in and said, what could Birmingham desperately do with that we don't have? Mm. I met quite a few people saying like a, a really top end like Italian, you know, like like Theo Randall's in London and places yeah. like that. I'm not sure if... Well, we're getting Gino's, yay. <laughs> I think that's what they were kind of getting at. Like, is that the best we can get? Like, and I What, a we Prosecco bar, pizza and bowling? What more could you possibly <laughs> need? It's going to be very exciting. Um, we've obviously got Legna, but I've not tried Legna yet. Oh, Legna's good. Yeah. I've been a few times. They've changed their menu offering up a bit now. I think it's more kind of s- sort of set menu offering, but the yeah. food was good. Yeah, I was mainly confused by the menu before. I was like, okay. do you order like bits and pieces? or? Well, I think it runs, uh, I mean, traditionally it runs, when we, especially when we were in Rome as well, was when I visited Italy very briefly, you tend to have your starter, but pasta's not the main, it's the kind of preli, yeah. is it? Yeah, I can't yeah. think what the word is. Um, but no, th- I've had some nice food in there. Yet. They also do one of the best Negronis I've ever had in Birmingham. And I know a few people think that as well, but they, they do really, really good Negronis there. It's one of the most common photos I see on Instagram is yeah. there, Negronis. People love that. They are my kryptonite. I love them, but they <laughs> hate me. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I'm like, I just honestly, I love them so much, but they are not something you can... I mean, you can drink a lot of them, but you have to peel yourself up off the floor. <laughs> I think they're very strong, aren't they? They are yeah. very strong. So I, I don't drink, so I've only had the non-alcohol version, and it's ah. dreadful. <laughs> now I like my I like cocktails to be short and strong. I don't like long, sweet, sugary, syrupy. Like my nightmare would be like a, you know, like a really sickly mojito where they put so much sugar yeah, in it that yeah. you just, or a sex on the beach or anything like the orange juicy things. Yeah, anything that has lots of archers. And Basically like anything that. from Turtle Bay. <laughs> 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 anything like that would be, it's not my, not my friend, no. While we're on the subject, where would you say was the best cocktail bar? Uh, the Edge Baston, I Edge love. Baston. Um, I love 40 St. Paul's. Um, I think they're the two that I kind of rate the most in yeah. that. And I think the, the people that work there really care and, they really know what they're doing and they, they, ca- they care about what they're giving you. Yeah, Carl went there for his birthday two weeks ago and he said like... The Which bar, one? Uh, Fortis and Paul's, okay. sorry. And yeah. he said the barman was like the most knowledgeable person yeah. he's ever met in a bar. Like. And also when it's warm, they have their slush machine on and you can go and get oh, slush nice. to take away, which is dreamy. I didn't even mention the fact that you're an award-winning. <laughs> oh, yes. You're an award-winning blogger. I am, yeah. How was that? Um, I don't really remember a lot of the awards. I um, I didn't think I would win, so I smashed all the red <laughs> wine the on the table. The <laughs> um, I was convinced Ellen, who is a good friend of mine who won last year, would win again. So I just absolutely annihilated the red wine and thought nothing more of it. <laughs> and then uh, I was sat right at the back of the room as well. So I thought, well, I'm not going to win because I'm at the back of the room. And then when they called my name... I had to navigate like a, a rabbit warren up to the stage um, when I was like 3 a.m. drunk. So it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, I got a very overexcited hug from um, from uh, James at Chung Ying, who was as wind up, I think, as I was. So, yeah, it was, it was a, I think it was a fun night. It seemed fun. Yeah, it fun. Yeah, it like a good night. <laughs> it's always nice to put on a nice dress. Well, I tell you what, it's, it's nice to win that kind of thing as well, isn't it, I suppose? It's, yeah, I mean, anything like that is it's very... Uh, I don't think anyone... You don't go into that thing expecting anything from it. Yeah, 100%. Um, but it was... It, no, it's nice. And it's and I, I am very humbled that people think it's a blog worth reading. Oh, it's um, brilliant, yeah. I mean, you don't need me to tell you that. Everyone, oh, I'm sure you. a lot of people tell you that. It is class. You're also nominated for the Independent Award. 
I am. I'm nominated for ambassador of Brum. Ambassador in Brum. I thought that was a strange category, really. I, I, don't, I honestly don't know who nominated me either. I, if anyone would like to tell me, I, well, I, 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 I got an email it. and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. I can't remember who I did read to see who else was in the um, nominations. It's oh, there's some. Uh, my category's got some ace people in it actually. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, uh, we've got there's uh, there's two chefs. Um, then there's yeah there's a, there's some really some really great um, industry people who I think were probably much more deserving of it than I am. They've cancelled the awards. Did I see that there last night? Yeah. So the um, I think the the awards, in their sense of there being a ceremony, for want of a better yeah. word, are not going ahead. But the um, the people who have been awarded the award will find out whoever that that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, apparently, we're still whoever whoever wins will still be getting their award. So I mean, it's a shame that people didn't. I thought I thought more people yeah, would thought support people that. Would as um, well, yeah. We had a we had a big table planned uh, going, um, so we're still actually going out on the Monday night <laughs> <laughs> because that's what we do. Um, uh, yeah, big group of us are still going to go out and have some fun. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I was very supportive. I'm a massive fan of Independent and everything they do. Yeah, so am I. But, uh, Joe works really hard. The irony of it is, if the people who should be probably up for the Ambassador Award, Joe would would be my pick, along with um, the guys who run I choose who do loads for. You know, yeah, loads, I choose loads Birmingham. Brilliant, yeah. I love. Yeah. I, get, I get so excited when I get my I choose email. I love yeah, it. Same. <laughs> I honestly, I do. I think it's brilliant. It doesn't matter how busy I am. I'll stop and have a little. Eight a.m. Love it. Yeah, yeah. Eight a.m. It's a good time as well for me. Obviously, you work from home. So just start whenever you want. Or... I do. I work from home. I'm a writer anyway as a job. Um, I work in PR, sort of marketing, writing. Um, but yeah, so I, I work from home. But it, the, the great thing about working from home is you don't actually stay at home. I get the opportunity to take my laptop and I can work pretty much from anywhere, which is yeah. why people find me in cafes and bars and restaurants in, at noon and wonder why. I think a lot of people think I don't have a job, which is quite funny. Or they think that the blog is my job, which I can assure you it is, it is not paying my rent. Do you, do you find it straight? I see pictures sometimes. People just randomly take a photo of the side of your head or something. In, and then tag you yeah, on Instagram so saying, look who's in. That <laughs> one's quite funny. So I, I'm actually really good friends with a guy called Mark now, who um, the first time I ever met him in reality, he took a photo of the back of my head in the Mockingbird cinema and put it on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, this man's either going to end up being a really good friend of mine or he's going to murder me. <laughs> um, but no, I've, I, yeah, I don't know. I think, I, think um, I get a lot of people come up and chat to me, which I think is lovely. But I think... Um, it's probably one of the reasons the blog does quite well. I think I'm, I think I'm quite approachable, but the blog is quite accessible, um, and I try and write the blog posts in a way where it's more like you're talking to your mate about yeah. where you went for dinner and what you did and why you were there. And most importantly, it's very useful. Most of your oh, thank blog posts you. are That's useful. Good. Like, I can't remember which it was uh, restaurants where you could go alone. Do you know that what? Brilliant. That is my <laughs> most read blog post of 2019 by a mile. I'm not surprised. It was brilliant. but I didn't, I just put it together because I was like, I get asked this all the time. So it should, I should have occurred to me that people would actually care about it. But um, I put it together and it, it gets so many, it gets so much traffic on it. And I think it's actually, things like that are quite useful, especially if you're, we get so many people who are traveling on business, who are in the city center and they've got no idea where to go. And not everybody wants to go and sit in a restaurant and have a meal. And, and it's quite an intimidating experience if yeah. you're not that type of person. I'll sit and eat on my own anyway. I'm not, I'm, I'm, slowly getting <laughs> I'm just used happy to if I get carbs. It's like <laughs> 
<laughs> my wife's not really into food the same way I am, so like she doesn't get yeah, excited about like going that. for dinner. So she's like, yeah. "Do I have to?" So sometimes I think my I husband think, gets excited about how excited I get about it. <laughs> He's like, "I've never seen anyone get this excited about a cheese sandwich before." Yeah, but I, it's just yeah, we can't all be the same either. If we're going somewhere like that, I'm really mega excited about somewhere like quite posh or something that yeah. Then she's a bit excited about it. Like we're going Harbon Kitchen for my birthday in a couple yes, of weeks. Yes, my husband took me to Harbon Kitchen yeah. for my birthday in May. And it's he was like, this is the most ridiculous birthday present. I was like, I love it. <laughs> it's good for me. That's all I did for my birthday. Last year we went to Wilderness. This year yeah. it's been so. Literally, we, we were having the exact same birthdays. That's exactly <laughs> what happened with mine. I think he's got to a point where he knows I'm not a... Um, we've been together about eight years now and he very much knows I'm not a shoes and handbags yes, kind so. of a gal. So he's just decided that the best course of action, if he doesn't, ha- if I've not said I want something, he's like, I'm just going to take it for dinner at one of the five places that she constantly bangs on Perfect. about. So, yeah. <laughs> And we went to, I've trained uh, him well. Yeah, it's, it's like you know. <laughs> I know. That's why you marry him. <laughs> we went to a place called, I still don't know how to say it. A Go on. Scosh or Scosh up in York. Okay. Um, I think they're going to probably get a mission star this year. Mm-hmm. But she, she saw how excited I was about that. That she was like, so when we first booked it, she was like, do we have to? And then she was like, by the end of it, she's like, I can't wait. It's going to be brilliant. Yeah, like, so, so Ian... Um, he there's some things I don't think like I get excited about something before I've even done it. So for example, if I was going out for dinner tonight, I would have already read the menu four times. I probably picked what I'm going to have twice. Um, I'd have probably gone through the drinks list, and that's just kind of more what I do. Whereas yeah. Ian will just turn up and be like, "Okay, I'm here now." Like, what? <laughs> and he'll inevitably pick steak anyway. Um, and but when we went to um, Harborn Kitchen for my birthday, yeah. I think he actually really enjoyed himself, and that's because. I mean, Harborn Kitchen is one of my favourite places. Anyway, I think they've they've nailed their offering. I've never been, so I'm oh, never it's excited. the food is incredible. The service is great. It's a more relaxed approach to fine dining. Yeah, you don't feel you can go in there dressed in you know jeans and a t shirt, and absolutely nobody would bat an eyelid. Yeah, um, I, th- I think that's it. that's quite a, they've got quite a special offering. But literally every time, so the main question I always get asked is, where's your favourite place to go and eat food? Yeah. And the, the, fa- the thing is with that question is, it all depends what you want. If you want a massive bowl of pasta that costs eight quid, yeah. great. And also, you know, some days you, you find dining's brilliant and other days you're like, I just want a jacket potato with beans on it. <laughs> like, it'll just, it all depends what you want. And Harborn Kitchen, though, is the one place that I do always say, if you, if you just want a great night out, like a, with dinner or you, you've got a birthday or an anniversary, they just take such good care of you. Yeah. But whether or not you've got anything special happening or not, they just take really good care of you when you're there. You leave feeling like you've had a really... Oh, that's I, awesome. I, I personally think you leave feeling like you've had a really special experience. Yeah, I can't wait for that. It's have so, all the courses, though. Yeah. I, There's extra courses. Have them. I don't have go them for all. the small men. It's never the small men. No. Men. And the extra courses <laughs> involve cheese. Extra. So oh. make sure you pick them. Yeah, you, got, you love cheese. <laughs> I do love cheese. I do love cheese. Oh, I, I can't not ask you now about your subscription. Oh my God, it's the best thing I've ever done for myself as a grown adult. Where did you find it? Um, I Googled it um, because I am a permanently hungry person who just doesn't think about anything except feeding myself. Um, I had a thought about it. I, re- I was reading something else online. And people would do, you know, they do like beauty boxes. Yeah. Again, not my bag anyone who knows me knows there's a bit of eyeliner and that's about the rest of it but um and i thought i wonder if they do one of those for that food and then it was all the graze boxes which is just nuts and yeah you know, awful. nobody got time for that <laughs> um so i just randomly googled cheese subscription and thought oh there is one great and i found one and i was like this is happening 
<laughs> it coincided with payday. The stars aligned. And it was great. It was really, I, I wrote a blog post about it because I was asked quite a lot about it. Again, another thing I thought nobody would care about. It was mind blowing. It was literally, I said, oh I was my like, God. wow. I think about four <laughs> or five people messaged me to say they bought one yeah. afterwards. Um, there, are, there are a few of them available. I got mine from the Cheese Geek. Um, and they do cheeses from all over the UK. Are they local or? I don't think they're local. Yeah. No, doesn't um, The internet's made no, well, the, the internet, isn't it? But I mean, normally, if I want, like, if I'm going to make myself a big cheese selection anyway, I'd go to somewhere like Anderson and Hill in Great Western Arcade. Yeah, great place. Um, I, I bought so much cheese there at Christmas. Um, I think the man behind the counter thought I probably had issues, but uh, there or you know, if you want a really good cheese board, Arch Thirteen. Arch Thirteen. Oh yeah. my God, they're like, oh, they've just got a new cheese menu in, and there's some seriously sexy stuff on there <laughs> it's you another so this is why i wish carl was here because carl oh. goes there quite a lot so. honestly the girls who work there are lovely and and their commitment to cheese is as strong as mine and i i do really enjoy it yeah obviously it's um we've interviewed chris in the past so chris yeah Connelly, yeah chris Connolly. he was awesome love chris <laughs> yeah so good i want to go back i didn't want this to be a bit of an interview but you kind of mentioned it earlier that blogging's not your job no would it ever be or did you not want it to be or someone asked me this the other day and in truth i like having the blog as a side project because if i don't want to write anything for a month it doesn't affect my income it doesn't affect my life to some extent um i don't i don't honestly don't think anybody would notice yeah <laughs> um, so i quite like that it doesn't have um anything attached to it that makes me feel any anxiety or you know with a job you go to bed some nights and you lie awake thinking oh god i've got this to do or that to do or yeah. or you're worrying about a conference call you've got to have or something like that um and i like that it it doesn't really cause me any stress and i would like to keep it that way because i like that it brings me happiness and joy and yeah. i've made friends through it and you know i've been i've been very lucky with it i honestly when i started it i didn't think anybody would read it um, I think everyone who's ever done really well always says that. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I, I just, I think I kind of started it with the view that it was almost a bit like a diary of what I was, where I was going, so I could almost remember things as well. Um, and also, I had my old Instagram account. I'd put pictures of food up and be like, "I'm so excited about this! I can't wait to tell everybody about it!" And nobody cared. And I was like, "Why does no one care about this, this tart? Or why does nobody care about this <laughs> amazing thing I found at this weird like <laughs> Chinese restaurant?" And and um, so it was actually my other half who was like, "You know, you should probably compile all of these thoughts into one channel." Yeah. and allow access to it to people who actually care about food or Birmingham <laughs> yeah. or you know my friends from London are like I, I don't I don't really care about your smashed avocado Nora <laughs> to be honest um so yeah it's it's uh I don't I don't think I would have it as a job because I like the freedom of how it is at the moment there's a bit of a lesson there for anyone who's on Instagram really like I'll follow a restaurant and there's no pictures of food on their yeah, food. they put pictures of their toilets and stuff up, and you're like, I, I like want to quotes and stuff. Yeah, and dude, like, I want to know what your burger looks like. No one, no one is following you for uh, the like emotional quote on a Thursday. No one's, yeah. everyone's following you because they were food. Do you know the one I always think is really telling is when you go to you, before you go to a restaurant. You know, when you click on Instagram, instead of going to the actual restaurant's account, yeah. you look at where people have checked in. Yeah, yeah that's fine. And <laughs> there's certain restaurants where all you see is what the place looks like yeah and i'm like okay but your food's really expensive but all i can see is certain foliage let's say or um 
you know, like, I, I, just, I just think that's really, really telling of a place. No one's talking about the food. They're talking about what it, the inside. And uh, granted, I know the inside of a restaurant, it needs to be attractive. But yeah. that, if that's your USP. It's got to be about more than that. Well, like, if I'm paying yeah. you know, decent whack for food, I want to enjoy the food. I don't want to go just because pretty there's pretty people <laughs> sitting in a pretty place. It's, yeah. You know. I kind of get, I don't, don't want to name names. I don't, I don't want to get you in this You can shit, guess. But I can guess what you're talking but it's funny, anyone I've spoke to who said that they went there, they said exactly the same thing. I was so disappointed. I said, what's the food like? And they were like, it's a brilliant looking restaurant. <laughs> it's so pretty. I was like, but what's the food like? It's <laughs> like when you start dating someone and you're at the start, you're like, oh my God, they're so gorgeous, but they've got absolutely <laughs> nothing going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then what they have got going on isn't worth what you have to put up with. So you just sort <laughs> of end up going, I've, 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 I went back and gave it a second go. Yeah. Um... But it was exactly the same. Yeah, that's not good. No, and it was a Saturday <laughs> night and the, the wait on food was absurdly long as well. So I don't think it would be on my agenda again. I know for other people it would, you know, to each their own. I'd still like to try it. Not, I've not been enthusiastic about trying it. But. I think we, there's other things in that area where you can spend the same money and have much more fun. That's the problem. There's a lot of good competition there. As I said again, I don't want to make this too much of an interview, but have you got any advice who wants to just maybe start their own blog? Oh, that's a good question. I think you need to have your own voice. I think it's important that if you don't have something to say or people don't pay any attention to it, then you kind of... It's this whole thing about like influencers. I, I know a lot of people feel the same as me where the term influencer has got quite a negative reputation and I don't particularly like it either because I think you can have influence without being an influencer. Yeah. Um, in, so I think start it for the right reasons. Don't start it because you think it will get you freebies or because you think it will make you popular or because you think it will... You can get a name for yourself doing it. Yeah. I honestly started mine thinking that nobody would read it and I would just... It was just for me. It was just an online food diary for me, really. Do you get many kind of people starting out reaching out to you for advice or? A, few, a few yeah um uh, i get i get a few um dms especially on instagram with people who who uh say oh i'd like to go here but i don't want i don't want to pay for it how do i get that and i'm like i don't know i paid for it <laughs> <laughs> go and go and spend some money <laughs> you know the, the there are nice perks that occasionally yeah. happen with having a blog but i think when people who who have just started out feel the entitlement of that yeah. It's very strange to me because I never had that at all. I never reached really out to awkward. anybody yeah. and asked yeah. for anything of, of the sort. I find that quite strange. There's an entitlement, especially not to sound like a grandma, but around the younger lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm in my mid-30s, so maybe I see things a little bit differently. But Yeah, same. I mean, like we've only just started this. It's nearly a year now. And I'm like him at 33, turning 34 next month. I'm, the thought of just like, messaging someone saying can i just uh, i'll give you a shout out if you give me this for free it's horrific me and carl were saying that if we really think about the, our first year the worst bits have probably been the free bits if you know what i mean in what sense there's like uh, i don't know it's maybe because we're not used to it so there's a bit of awkwardness so we're like as in you feel obligated to say something yeah, nice maybe a little bit of an obligation but like we've always said like if 
if it's rubbish we just we won't slag it off we just won't mention it on yeah our podcast. so that's an interesting one because i think there's, there's two schools of thought on if you take a freebie and what you should say about it yeah so my argument is whether it's good or bad you should still talk about it because i don't think you help anybody by saying nothing equally i think with regards to it being when i know people go it's hard to be objective i think you can be honest in a you probably are more objective in the sense that you are the way you write it might be a little bit more um polite i suppose yeah but i'm yeah. still honest i've i've been told i'm not um welcome at certain places since i said that i didn't like yeah. something um but equally a lot of those places are places that i've been at and paid at before mm. um so, so we've not come across anything really dreadful so no i i do i do a lot less of the the um the comp stuff now because i think it is yeah. uh i, I think I, it, it, I always think would i actually go here and pay money for it and if the answer yeah. is no then i don't go we've just said me and carl just said that very thing if we wouldn't bother going to pay for it then we're just not gonna yeah. go to it now. also all places that i just wouldn't go to so i, I think the, the, the cafe rouge were doing an outreach recently yeah and i was like well, i never go to cafe rouge yeah, and, I, and, I, and i wouldn't and i know i'll probably you know I'm, I'm, whether or not i'd enjoy it is i don't i don't think i would but I, I just thought well i don't think anyone who reads my blog would care about it um, I don't particularly care about it. So, yeah. you know, and I, I, th- I think I do, I, the longer it goes on. So I started mine in two, early 2017. Yeah. So it's about two and a half years old. And I, and I think I try and, I think as you, gr- as you grow into it, because you don't really know what you're doing to begin with either. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I frequently don't know what I'm doing now. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think you have, um, you have moments where you, you pick and choose what's better for your, whatever you're doing and everybody's blog is different everyone's podcast is different how you choose to run it is entirely up to you i don't agree with saying anybody should or shouldn't run their blog however they wish to in fact it's probably better if it is a bit more authentic you know yeah i just i just think it's it's yours and how you choose to run it whether you want to run it and all you do is freebies and whether all you want to do is write about sushi if you only want to write about birmingham if you only want to you know do places where the food costs a lot of money whatever you want to do it's your blog do you never have a i'm sure you wouldn't but there must be sometimes a temptation they're like with the whole cafe rouge thing mm. you know that you pretty much won't like it and negativity seems to sell if you know what i mean yeah so you could go and knowing that you're gonna hate it and think well i'm gonna get a juicy uh, yeah but you know what I, I don't i don't like doing that i actually hate writing mean ones they're yeah. qu- they are quite fun to write if you if especially if you enjoy writing yeah. they are quite fun <laughs> but at the end of the day it's a business and that's people you know someone's livelihood and it does matter um and i think there's certain situations where i don't believe in deliberately going to somewhere you know is going to be crap yeah yeah <laughs> for you to deliberately be mean about it like i know i wouldn't like ed's diner so i don't go yeah i've never been <laughs> you know I, you know I, I just um i think there's certain things you I, I don't go looking for negativity in any in any way, shape, or form. Like I, I, um, some people might remember that in January, um, I put a post up about walkabout on Broad yeah, Street, yeah. and I had a bit of flack for that. People going, "But you wouldn't eat there. What? Like you've gone you've gone and done that deliberately to be mean." Now my issue with that is I didn't. It was New Year's Day. Yeah. I was so hungover that I could not make decisions, and we were walking towards town. Before realising that most things would be shut, I was starving (laughs) and I was becoming what my husband calls like a Grinch where I was just, everything (laughs) was wrong. And 
Um, and we walked past it. It was open. There was music on. And I was like, right, look, how bad can it be? How bad can that be? If only you'd known. And it was, it was horrendous. I remember the first. Oh, my God. And uh, Yeah. And, and I reached out to them before I uploaded the blog. And I said, listen, this was terrible. And I, I sent messages via three social media platforms. They read all of them and they never replied. So at that point, I thought, game on. Because you've yeah. had an opportunity yeah. and, you've, and you've not. So I think I don't ever go out looking for anything negative. But that walkabout one was a prime example of just sometimes through circumstance, you are where you are. And, you know, it was either that or I probably, probably we could have just gone to the Weatherspoons and at least that might have salvaged yeah. something. But yeah. yeah. I think it's a double-edged sword because on the one thing, yeah, it is kind of like you're kicking a shit place when it's down anyway. Like everyone knows it's shit. So what's the point? But at the same point, why is it shit like? Why, why is there excuse for being Well, also, shit? like, I, you know, I don't particularly like going out on Broad Street, but it's a massive, it's, it's, there's so much money in Broad Street. Yeah. Like, why it's doesn't not, anyone try harder? That's what I don't understand. It's not, like, no, it's not and it really winds me up that nobody tries harder. They just accept that you're a fleeting visitor and they couldn't really care less about it. And that, that, that's, that's, ha- I mean. that's so, my pet. So that makes me think maybe they deserve it. Oh, my God, exactly. Get, so. It's the same reason why they don't care in airports and yeah. train stations because yeah. you are in and out and they could not give less of a, a, a monkeys at all. And um, I think that you can just smell that in places like that. And it's sad because, you know, I'm just, I'm really grateful. When I first moved to Birmingham, which was, oh God, I'm so old. Uh, when I finished uni, so I was 21, I'm 34 now. Um, I lived not far from where I live now. Um, and the only places to go out, really, were Broad Street, mm. kind of Brindley Place, Arcadian, and yeah. just the start of the mailbox. And that was it. You couldn't go out in the city centre, really. There was no real bars, restaurants, not there, apart from a few Cheney bits. There really wasn't yeah. a lot there. No. You just didn't go out after work in that, in that part of town. And somewhere like Broad Street, for me, just hasn't evolved Whereas Stay other places same, have, yeah. other parts have gone, well, we're not good at that or we're better at this part. Let's do a bit more of this. You know, Brindley Place, you know what you're getting. It's 90% chains. It is yeah. what it is. But it's, you know, you can have some food before you go to the arena. Yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Um, and I know there's a few little things that popped up like Maribel and you've got Craft now by the ICC and a few things. But most of the places know what they are. And I feel like Broad Street's just accepted its fate. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. what I am. Yeah, it's too late for you know, us. Yeah. Leave us behind. Just, just save <laughs> ourselves. But yeah, it's, it's a funny one, that. Have you booked, have you been to Craft? I haven't uh, been yet, no. I just booked because um, Cray, he was on uh, Great British. Yeah, Bake Off. Men- no, Menu. menu yeah. <laughs> bake Off. I've got Bake Off on the brain. It's Bake Off tomorrow. I was just in my head, obviously. Don't say Bake Off. Don't yeah, no, it's me. <laughs> bake Off tomorrow. Tuesdays. Love it. Oh, ha- it's too. How do you can't sit there and watch that without eating. I love Bake Off. I'm in the most savage Bake Off WhatsApp group. It is my favourite thing. <laughs> it is, honestly, it's my favourite thing to get involved with. Yeah, I can't watch Bake Off, right? But yeah, Cra- Cray's there from um, Great British Menu. So okay. It's from Man Behind the Curtain. Yeah. So we just booked. The food nice. looks amazing. I've, I've seen yeah. a few people's photos and blogs and stuff. And that. The snuck, food looks great. Snuck in. <laughs> I didn't really see much yeah, about it coming in. Little turned up one day and yeah. opened the curtains yeah literally it's yeah. good it's a nice little space well, it's not little at all actually the space is quite big yeah it's quite um, big it is a nice space that it's been um, fairly empty for quite a long time they've got a nice outside space as well yeah I suppose that's kind of near enough Broad Street maybe there's some mm. hope <laughs> maybe well you know there's a few nice there's a few nice ones you just have to you know you have to go Search and poke around and find yeah, them a bit more that's the kind of problem have you got any 
Anyway, decent coming up or? Oh, what am I doing? I don't think I've got much booked in at the moment. I'm going to um I'm gonna try that new crazy golf place. Um tomorrow. Where's that? Over by Broadway Plaza. I've got a feeling it's going to be like ghetto golf, but not quite as cool. Yeah, it sounds like an imitation. That looks good, so we can can do something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like five minutes walk from my house, and it's a couple of my friends and I are going. Um, So one of them around that, that apparently does food, so I'm not expecting that to be (laughs) the best thing (laughs) I've ever had. Um, And then what else have I got? I'm going to... Oh, do you know what I'm doing on Saturday, which I'm quite excited about? I'm going to um, New Sadler's, uh, the brew house. Yeah, yeah. In Lye. Yeah. I'm going there on Saturday. I'm going to I'm going to go on a tour. That's fun. That'd be awesome. Apparently, like rumour has it there might be a ploughman's at the end of it, which is just all my favourite stuff <laughs> on it. <laughs> That'd be a heaven. But yeah, man. What would you say would be your best dish that you've had this year? Oh. In Birmingham. Do you know what? I, can't, I cannot tell you the name of it, but at Harbon Kitchen, there is a course, and it's this scallop. And it is it is so the 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 like the broth is just incredible. I can't. I I, I wish that I had like, like nine a- of them. Asian broth. It's just super sort of salty, savory, marmy joy, and it's you just would like to have a vat of it that you could just drink yeah. afterwards. It's I don't really you know good. That's still on the menu. I, I think <laughs> I <hope> it so. <laughs> is. Do you know what I think it is? Because I follow somebody on Instagram who went last week, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Hopefully that's still Jamie, there. keep the scallop on. Yeah, keep the scallop <laughs> on. Keep the scallop on, Jamie. <laughs> I don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was really good. Um, and Folium have got some great, great stuff. That uh, place Carl is... went Folium last week. Yeah, Folium is... The people who run it are lovely. The venue is gorgeous. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with a star or something in the I think that because they've had a bit of thing. national press as yeah. well so I think it's the end of the they October, got great reviews on the national yeah. one yeah I think between Ophime and um, I think somebody was saying that maybe Adams might be in for a second I'm not sure I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be su- have you been there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. I haven't been for a long time actually I need to go back I haven't had I haven't been since I've had the blog which is a travesty really. yeah same um, not me, not us neither to be no honest. I was it was quite a while ago that I it's went it's quite a special occasion kind of place though it's it, not yeah like, it uh, is There's, although they've got um, Adam's opened up Oyster Club, Oyster Club which I like yeah. they do um, their happy hour is great if you like, I mean, if you like oysters, if you <laughs> if you're not a fan of oysters, oysters, it's probably not for you. Not for you. <laughs> but it, it's brilliant. It's um, they do. I think it's between three and five, um, and you can have uh, there's a set whichever the set oyster of the day is, you can have them for a pound. So you could have half a dozen for six quid. Bargain. And always order the chips. Yeah, the chips that good. Public they service good. announcement: always <laughs> order the chips. They are so good. It's like a vinegar powder or something. Oh, nice. Oh, it's so good, honestly. Yeah, I love Adam's. I would say it's definitely more of the traditional kind of... Yeah, yeah. fancy fine dining. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. I think my favourite dish, which was... And it's, I'll never have it again because it's gone, was from uh, Nocturnal Animals, actually. Okay, yeah. It was a little goza in a oh, little right. broth. And it came in like a razor clam plate. Okay. And like we just looked around and everyone was lifting up the plate to drink the broth after the goza was gone. You know it's a good sign if people are drinking yeah. out of bowls, I would think. I'm just hoping maybe Alex puts it on the menu at Wilderness sometime in the future. Mm, I, I, the last meal I had at Wilderness was 
gorgeous. I think it's brilliant. It's probably it was so good. Also, it played like really old Slipknot and yeah. <laughs> and like there was some absolute banging. It was like listening to my iPod from when I was it, sort of about fourteen. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. You can actually follow their playlist on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's good. We had uh, I love that Big Mac dish they do there. Mind blowing. Absolutely mind blowing. Um, that's really good, and uh, that's where I actually discovered that I liked orange wine. Orange wine. Controversial because people orange wine is like Brexit. You either are yeah. in or you are out, and there is I think, no going back on it. I think when we asked Chris Connolly about orange wine, I think yeah. he eye rolled so loud that people as in he does or doesn't it. like it. <laughs> I think he he just thinks it's ridiculous. I like, think I'm one of the few people who orders it at Arch 13. I Carl, think I might be the only person. Carl drinks it. Oh, really? Carl okay. Oh, it, good. Yeah. I might. I, I should go out with Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's probably Come and eat cheese really with well. me, Carl. <laughs> cheese and wine. Carl, you've missed out. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, orange orange wine I discovered at the Wilderness um, because, and what I quite like about them there is I didn't know which to choose and they said, try something you've never had, which I kind of yeah. think is their kind of ethos anyway of like yeah. going a bit out of your comfort zone. Um, but we had a great lunch there. Really good. Well, I went there for, as I say, I went for my birthday last year, and they came with a glass of champagne. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Like, my wife can have it, but I don't drink. Oh. And he was like, Oh, okay, no worries. And then uh, about five minutes later, come back with a non-alcohol cocktail. Oh, that's nice. But it was like just tasted like champagne. I don't know what was in it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it maybe it was champagne, just like you won't notice. Mm. <laughs> I'm quite sad about nocturnal animals, actually. Yeah, me too. Going back on that I one. liked it. I liked it. And I, I, they had it. a great cocktail happy hour. It was like five yeah. pounds and some of them were really good. In the middle of town, like on yeah. Bennett's Hill. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The venue was obviously really mm. nice. But I suppose Bennett's Hill, the rent's going to be high. And I think he wants to concentrate on the wilderness. And I yeah. can't really blame him. I don't blame him either. No, the think. wilderness works really, really well. And sometimes it's easier to stick to the one thing that's... Well, just think, nailing it I think it's amazing but I don't think it's reached its full potential either mm. so I think there's room for him to go back and do a bit more so. yeah well I, I would imagine that's probably part of the reason why he's gone I back to get so. more back involved with yeah. what's going on in the kitchen and stuff yeah, yeah. where's your favourite place if you could pick a place to go for dinner it's on with you you know you said earlier yeah it's all about what it's you so want horrible. isn't it in the moment like, people come up to me at work all the time like you write a food blog and do a podcast I was like yeah where shall I go for dinner like and I was like I don't know what you like. <laughs> do you want to do you want to spend a tenner and eat a lovely burger, then go to yeah. Meat Shack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, do you want to? Do you meat, want Meat Shack or OPM? I'm a, I'm a Meat Shack girl. Oh yeah, yeah, and I I know this is contentious. <laughs> um, I personally prefer Meat Shack. I prefer the buns. Yeah. Um, I I don't I just I've just always when they were street food traders they were always my go-to and I think I've just yeah. got like a loyal puppy vibe about it. I've but never been to them since they've had a restaurant. I only went to oh, Have you not been to the yeah. restaurant? Is it much the same? Or uh, it well, the, f- the food's just as good, yeah. There's yeah. More, more choices. Oh, that's um, just bonus. But, uh, but then if I was going to do fried chicken, I'd, I'm obviously bonehead. Bonehead. I do yeah. like bonehead. Um, and where, where like, what's that? That'd be my, like, cheap eats. Mm. Cheap eats. I'd say Tiger Bites Pig, but I'm never. I've never had a cheap eat there because I end up ordering four bow, and <laughs> it ends up costing Same. me a fortune. It's not cheap. <laughs> no, it's my own fault. It's because I'm greedy. But a normal person might go in and order one. Or mm. two. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. No, <laughs> well, no. I I, I God, you can't have to. If you don't have more than two, I love them. But bows are. <laughs> mm. they're, they're the best place for bow in Birmingham. Yeah, I'm yet to find anywhere that even 
even licks their shoes, to well, be honest. Big Bird Dining as well. I've just never. I've never. Sue's pretty good. Oh, Dim Sum, that's a good shout. Yeah. I've never had Wallace, I've never had them uh, from there. Wallace and Sons. Mm, okay. Yeah, they're really nice, actually. Mm. Not as good as uh, Tiger Bites Pig. No, I think they just, they're, they're, their level of effort that they go to there is worth the money. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think that's the difference. There's places where they cost the same and you get two, but they're crap. <laughs> so We really like going to Asia Asia. Oh, okay, the food hall. Yeah. I love how confused that makes people when they first get in there with the cards. It's a bit like Loki with the top-up cards. Yeah. They're just like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I don't understand. And they're waving cash at people. and these <laughs> no. yeah, It's a weird, weird vibe. You, should, you, you could probably do it? literally a blog post about Asia Asia and oh, how to use that. the card. Yeah, how to use There you go. There's your next blog post. There you go. How to use the card. Laura's writing that down there. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, that's my next one. That's the next one. But yeah, I love that place. Where's, where's somewhere that you, you heard loads of great things about, but you've not got the same buzz that other people did off it? Oh, what a question. Um, somewhere not that it was bad, but just that, you know, when you really felt like it was going to be, everyone's yeah. raved about something and then you're like, oh, it's not what I thought. I'm trying to think of one recently that we've been to, but I've had the opposite. I've had something where I, like a lot of people raved about it and I was like I really don't really want to go here but okay. we got bought a gift voucher okay. and I felt like a real spoiled brat because we got a gift voucher to Simpsons okay and I was just like it seemed a bit before I'd been to Adams and I was like were you worried it was going to be too fancy yeah I just thought is this really going to be me like I just okay I'm not excited about this and we were like well how can you not be about, excited about that Felt awful, and then the voucher <laughs> was about to expire, so we we're like, "Gotta use it." So okay. we like booked the table, and we just were like, "We'll drive up." And we got there, and it, so, oh, it's it's very nice. <laughs> Restaurant's very nice, and then it's the beautiful food, restaurant. I mean, straight from the beginning, you have the uh, olive bread tapenade thing that blew me away. Mm. I was like, as if I was like not excited about this. I, it's got, been I think incredible. that's hilarious, to be honest. <laughs> Everyone, I tell I tell that story to a lot of people, and they're like. Of you all the places in Birmingham, Simpsons. I was not excited about Simpsons. But I think sometimes it suffers because it was like one of the originals and there's so much come after it that people forget how yeah. good That's Simpsons That's a nice bit was. of edge busting down there. There's some good yeah. stuff down that end. The you can have quite an... You could, you could throw 500 quid away in about half an oh, hour down that. Yeah, Highfield, not far from there. The Highfield's yeah. pretty much across the road. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the edge busting. Yeah. So that, I, like, I like the Highfield. I had some nice food there. Somewhere I didn't get the hype there. I don't know. I'm quite easily excited about food. <laughs> obviously not yeah. apart from Simpsons what about you? Um, I was genuinely really excited about Tattoo opening and yeah. and that massively disappointed me um, and I think it disappointed quite a few people but they just didn't want to say anything didn't want to say yeah. anything um, I don't know I, I was I was so excited about Tiger Bites Pig opening and that opened and it didn't disappoint and I was so yeah. so glad <laughs> yeah that was a good one because that would have probably broken my heart a little bit but even Nocturne Animals I was really excited about it and I thought I thought it was good I thought a lot of people argued with me but I said it was good uh, Poli Poli's been brilliant I've heard really mixed things about that I've, which yeah. is interesting yeah so it's again it's the Brexit people either yeah. love it Oh, and it's, it seems similar thing with Rudy's. Now, I love Rudy's. A lot of people tell me Rudy's is the one. Yeah, I really like Rudy's. At the moment, Rudy's is my um, big hitter. I love it. I've been back quite a few times. And also, they do um, really reasonably priced cocktails in there. Yeah, in Rudy's. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and they do a take on tiramisu, which is served in a tumbler. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Which is sort of, <laughs> sort of completely not how a tiramisu would be, Should but be, yeah. it is really good. My problem with Poli is, and everyone listening should take this on, is I'm not a massive pizza fan. Okay. Yeah, he's not a fan of yeah, pizza, not, but he keeps well, going to tiny, eat pizza. Tiny, <laughs> I like it. It's not my favourite. Yeah. But the starters, well, I'd, they're meant to be The starters. lamb fat they're potatoes. Lamb fat roast potatoes. Bosh. And the bone marrow with the homemade sourdough. Just, I I've had just a few people say they the preferred the sides. Just, yeah, the sides. Just give me all the sides. Yeah, when you <laughs> when you can get a seat. When you, Well, we had the book. Lucky enough, yeah. uh, I told Sino um, Meet One Veg that we yeah, were going. Yeah. He was like, have you booked? I was like, no. He was like, don't be silly. You can go and book. So instantly yeah. booked and they were like... We've got one table left. I was like, Phew. Oh, there you go. He is a wise man. He is definitely a he wise is, man. He is the king of booking tables. I've yet to meet him. <laughs> you never met Simon? No, we were good friends on Instagram <laughs> or on, on Twitter. You should get him on here. Yeah. Well, I'm he planning. Li- he'll be so annoyed about the Simpsons thing. <laughs> I know, yeah. I did think that. <laughs> I could imagine that. Uh, we're doing, I think we're, we're planning on maybe doing a little bit of a drunk cast in December. A drunk one? Yeah. I'm obviously involved in that. <laughs> I'm perpetually so hungover, so I can definitely come turned up drunk. Maybe you... do like an end of year review with a few people and yeah, have a few drinks. And yeah, I thought it'd be we'll just fun. all shout things into a microphone. Well, I think he'd probably be more up for that than like what we're doing now. I'm not sure. I, 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 it's hard to judge someone online, isn't it, when you speak yeah. to someone? Like, I spoke to you a few times online. It's really hard to kind of judge i don't know <laughs> do, do, um, uh, have i scared you <laughs> no you've, you've been lovely it's great but i'm saying you were lovely like on the messages as well oh thank I'm you not saying he wasn't but truly i'm sure lots that. of people have lots of opinions about me having had never spoken a word to me. so <laughs> i choose i choose to just let people get on with it i think everybody should just let everybody get on with that i'll tell stuff. you what i have been surprised with since we started the podcast is how nice the community feels oh, okay uh, i don't know good. if that's me naive or but there was quite a lot of people who reached out straight away from the beginning, like anything we can do, anything you want to know. Or I think it's because as well we have a lot, we have quite a lot of food bloggers, but we don't yeah. actually have any food podcasts. That's why yeah. I, was, I was really yeah. like when you said, "Oh, do you want to come and have a chat with me?" I was like, "Oh, that sounds really fun because yeah. we don't have anything like that." Yeah, and I will happily sit and talk for hours with, about food with people, <laughs> and it saves my husband having to listen to me yet again. I'm definitely better <laughs> at talking than I'm at writing as well, so that's why I thought the podcast would be brilliant. All right, well, yeah, so it worked. That works out well for you. Yeah, that, I'm definitely Whereas a talker. <laughs> I've got a cold and sound like Phoebe Buffay from Friends today, so <laughs> I feel like uh, probably when I hear this back, I'll be like, "Who is that woman?" <laughs> <laughs> you won't recognise yourself. No, but yeah, did you find that as well when you started? What's that? That people were like very friendly, welcoming. Yeah. yeah. I tell you the one thing that really surprised me, which is as a, as a bit of a feminist, I feel quite bad about this, is that when I first started, I expected all the girls to be mean. Yeah. And the girls have been really, really nice because in every walk of life and every job I've ever had, it's the girls who've always been a bit hard work. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of a boy's girl anyway, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, and I was really surprised how many girlfriends I made out of having a food blog. I didn't realise how little... There was of men bloggers. <laughs> there's not many of them. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> there's there's not at not. all. No. Um. There's a, there's a few, and there's a few people who just love food and talk about it a lot. But yeah. I, I don't think they would call themselves bloggers. They just love yeah. talking about food on Twitter, yeah. um, which is great. More more than merrier. Yeah. Um. And there's some people who just do Instagram. Um. So you get a lot. Of, I think a lot of the street foodie fans are into that. Yeah. It's um, a very visual thing though as well with street food. Yeah. Like. And they're all the people who've got the ridiculously large followings that you know yeah. you could, like. 
I've got, you know, I, I know Jake who does food, Jake's Foodie Bible really yeah, well. He's yeah. one of the nicest human beings I've yeah, ever met in my life. He's another person I'd He's like got 100,000 followers on Twitter. Yeah. There are people on Love Island who don't have that many followers. And <laughs> he's well deserved. He's, he's so are. nice as well. Yeah. He's really lovely and he deserves nice things because he he's a really great guy. Yeah, it's someone, as I said, I've never met, but we've kind of crossed paths like a few. I'm sure we'll meet one day. I'd love to get him on here. I met uh, Chris, um, Fat Foodie. Fat Foodie, yeah. I've, yeah, no, I've nice, known Chris a long time. Nice yeah, dude. He's a nice, yeah, nice dude. dude. He's a lot calmer in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you, I yeah. Always, when I watch his stories, I'm like, oh, geez, how does he do this? He's good though, isn't he? The way yeah, he yeah. He's, well, it's, and that's his, that's his niche. Yeah. But when you meet him in person, he's a, he's a lot calmer. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get to the point where... It, I can hold a phone up and talk to it. <laughs> I've tried a few times and deleted it. I try it and I don't think I'm very good at it. I think you're good at it. <laughs> I always just end up looking at like how weird my hair looks or <laughs> although I listen to it back and think, oh God, I sound really brummy. And I, I often think I don't sound that brummy, but. Yeah, I've got massive admiration for anyone who does it really well, like Chris does, like he's, he's brilliant. Yeah. Like, I wish I could do that one day, but. If it's not my thing, then I'm not even going to try and push it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I think it's. I, I think it's whether or not you want to put yourself out there as well in that respect. Yeah, yeah it's but quite I think, nice having the. Um, like, I often do them when I'm really hungover, <laughs> because you know when you're sort of hungover and slightly drunk, and oh, you don't drink, so no, you don't. Um, I used to drink. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, when I'm sort of a little bit not neither here nor there, <laughs> and I think oh, that's a fun idea, oh, chunter, <laughs> and then about five hours later, I watch it back and I'm like, what? Who's that? When did I do that? That is the beauty, though, about it, is it just disappears after a day. Yeah. So. And I, I always, the, the funny thing about doing those those videos is I either get asked where my T-shirts are from or, <laughs> or how I do my eyeliner. <laughs> I always find that really weird. I can guarantee every time I do a story, I, those are the two questions I get. Like, I live in band T-shirts. Yeah. Um, dressed like a 14-year-old boy <laughs> and, uh, and I wear too much eyeliner. So <laughs> no one's ever like, where's that cake from? <laughs> We, me and Carl both agreed about it. Although we didn't say we didn't much like the free food aspect, and the, but you know we've met some really great people when we have gone to one of these like bloggers nights where it's like okay. everyone's invited. Like some of the people we've met have been awesome. Who did you meet? Uh, so we met Kerry's a name, but I'm Kerry, um, from and beyond. beyond. Yeah. yeah, I know Kerry Absolutely well. She's lovely. Legend. So we've met her quite a few times since we got. It was our first thing I think we went to was Lasan and. Oh, I remember that, the Sunday lunch yeah, thing. Yeah, and the only seats left on any table was like next to like all girls. <laughs> and we were like, oh, well, we'll just sit and talk about it's food. It's not rare for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. A, so it is, like, just, yeah. It'd be cool. So we sat next to them and straight away they were like, oh, how's things? And we just got talking about food and TV as everyone does. And it, yeah. they were awesome. I think um, Caramel... Lads George, are, she was on the table. George was, is, yeah, George yeah. is one of my really good friends. I've actually planned her Hindu. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Poor> oh yeah. <laughs> Where is um, it? We're going to no, don't burn. She literally her only request, which she was like, "I love Birmingham, but could it not be Birmingham?" <laughs> um, we're going to. There's about ten of us going to Dublin um, in oh, the nice. middle of October. She knows that it's going to be very cold. <laughs> it's going to be very cold. Um, but she'll be wearing a. You know, something like she's not. I've not. I've not allowed to dress her up either. I've got. <laughs> I've been told I'm not allowed to dress her up. How's that fair? Well, she'll get what she's given, won't she? <laughs> I was gonna say. Do, do you know the stuff? The abuse I got on my stag do was ridiculous. Mate, my, my I basically went on a stag do for mine. So um, I I went. I got married in Las Vegas, 
and in Las Vegas I had a lovely Hindu where I went to a pool party and I got dressed up really nice and it was great. My Hindu in Brighton Good place to it go. was it was like carnage. It was I'm not just saying this, it was one of the most drunk I've ever been ever. Yeah. Outside of probably being, you know, like fourteen in the park type thing. Yeah. And they um they dressed me up as Dobby from um harry potter yeah. and i mean full makeup <laughs> i had so my makeup artist who did my my wedding makeup he <laughs> came to my hendu and he spent two hours painting my face oh then my they God. put me in ears a hessian sack it was one of the most disturbing things that ever happened to me i have never felt so <laughs> weird as i did that day it's and they horrible. sent me on a zip wire across brighton beach Oh and then they gosh. fed me fish and chips. <laughs> at least they fed you. <laughs> it was such a strange day. And then a little girl came up to me at the end, right before we were about to go home, and told me I looked like a potato. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> and uh, at that point, I was like, I want to get this makeup off now. I'm starting to feel a little bit, a little bit sad. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so if uh, if George is listening, I promise I'm not going to dress oh, you up like okay. a potato or a <laughs> any kind of little fake elf. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had to. Go through Birmingham Airport dressed as um, Josh Gavin and Stacey. Yeah. Smithy. Remember right. When he had the, the uh, running shorts. The beach ring around Oh, him. my God. Nice. Had, had a nice blown up purple kids. Okay. Where did you go? Uh, a place called Carrick and Shannon. Okay. Where's that? Oh, in Shannon. It's in the, no, it's, uh, in the middle of Ireland, just the middle of nowhere. A tiny little town. Right. And we arrived on the Friday morning. And it was a really nice picturesque Irish town. And it was loads of families. And I looked at my brother. He was the best man. I was like, Chris, what? <laughs> why? This is not appropriate. This, this is not really suited. Like, I'm dressed like an idiot. There's like 20 brummies here. Like, this is ridiculous. And he was like, all right, we'll get better. Just just you wait. And we went into a few places, had a bit of food. Went out, I got changed, come back out. And it's just a one-way street in the whole town. And the whole street was just nose to nose of minibuses. Okay. And I was like, what is going on? And then, like, all the nice people had gone. And it was just stags and hens everywhere so it's like is it like um you know like when you go to benedorm and it's just stag and hens everywhere that's pretty much where it was well, it, well we got chatting on this saturday we got chatting to the barman in the pub mm. and we said like what what's happened like every pub was really strange it looked like a normal irish pub from the outside but you go out the back and there's like a nightclub downstairs and there's like it goes about six or seven different rooms you know like, what's happened and we chatted to the barman he said oh um he said years ago uh, lads from Dublin and uh, Galway like because it's kind of in the middle of both they got a bit sick of going to their own city for their own stags so their mates started bringing them to uh, Carrick because it's got like 15 pubs or something stupid like in a tiny little town and he said like word got out there it was becoming a bit of a staggy place and then somebody from um, do you remember the news of the world the trashy yeah. newspaper I they used have, to write for the news of the world oh, did you oh, uh, it's that really, another life uh, that really good newspaper <laughs> yes it was lovely nothing bad ever happened everything was fine Ireland has <laughs> a, uh, an equivalent called the Sunday world and it's yeah, yeah. worse even worse and oh then, I don't read it is it bad it's dreadful it's pure like anyway so they sent a reporter to Carrick and Shannon to talk about it and they spoke to one of the local farmers and he was like oh this place is just getting awful now so the, it's to the part where you can't live here anymore. It's becoming like the Irish Magaluf or something you see <laughs> on the telly. And the headline in the paper the next Sunday was Irish Magaluf. Yeah. The Sunday after, the week, the Friday after that was printed, 
there was just a queue to get into the town of minibuses. Oh, really? Because <laughs> I thought, oh, like, brilliant. Oh, right, brilliant. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. So that was, that's where Carrick and Shannon was born. And I didn't know too oh, much about it. And I don't think I've ever heard that. of it. And it was, it was absolutely brilliant for the whole weekend. <laughs> Stag and yes, yeah, stag and Hindus are so my forte. Is uh, I'm like renter, not renter bridesmaid, but I am renter Hindu organizer. I'm always organizing a Hindu. I've, I don't remember a point in my life in my thirties where I have not been uh, either organizing a Hindu or attending a Hindu. Do they expect you to organize food? Though it's like they think, oh, she'll know about food. Sometimes, so yeah, yeah, I might get asked bits and bobs about it, but um, like George, who's Hendu I'm doing at the moment she's massively into food and drink so yeah. hers does involve more of that yeah that'd be good yeah. whereas one of my friends literally her words were I just want to get mashed <laughs> have you been to Dublin before yeah I've been to Dublin a few yeah, times yeah so I'm trying to think of food. my plan basically avoiding Temple Bar is the uh <laughs> that would is be the my main plan bit of advice um it's overpriced and full of uh morons have you been to Adonahue's yeah I love Adonis. I just want to like I like I like Dublin as well. In that there's what we should have more of in Birmingham is more live music. So mm. I think there's a there's a lot of bars in Birmingham who are con- confused why come six o'clock on a Tuesday everyone's gone home and it's because yeah. they're not offering them anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why give give me a reason to stay. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I I think I'd really like that. I'd like to see more. I know um, that new theatrics that's open. Yeah, I did. That's kind of popped up out of nowhere as well. Like, um, so that's the guy who owns Snobs. All oh, right. Um, and but he, he's very—they're very keen to point out that it isn't actually the new Snobs. Yeah. Because the new Snobs already exists, and it's nowhere near as good as the old yeah. Snobs. Which, as I talk about quite a lot on social well, media, hang on. do you think that's it's not as good, or we've just got older? Um, weirdly, last I think I, went, I drink more now than I did then. Yeah, but last time I went in there, I felt really old. Which one? The old one? Or the, the, the new one? Yeah, yeah. So I I, now, I've but. tried the new one a few times and I don't really like it. I don't like the music. I don't, I, I'm too old to be there, I think, part of it. I feel, I think so when I'm I there, feel. I feel a bit old. But old snobs is, I, I could honestly do a podcast about snobs. I loved it. Yeah, I, I love lived snobs. in there. Most like, Fridays we were in snobs. <laughs> Snobs, snobs would bring it. 50p gin shots. The, the toilets the always flooded. The vending machine with the Carlsberg. Oh, my God. The, <laughs> the, the flooding toilets. The fact that you'd leave thinking, I don't know whether I've got some kind of listeria now. Or, um, <laughs> the amount of men that wore black nail varnish, which at the time really was my thing. I was there. That was you, me. Was that you? <laughs> I was wearing Was that you? <laughs> um, I, I miss being... 22 and looking at myself drunk in the mirrors of snobs yeah. and being like yeah you look amazing and in hindsight you're like you would look like a sweaty sweaty mess <laughs> but everyone did oh i loved it <laughs> and then you had the chippy afterwards which was amazing. oh top nosh i'm top-nosh, actually yeah. another fun fact i was barred from top nosh no yeah why? about a year before snobs shut um i went in to get food at about 3 a.m and i was sloshed and they didn't have any they used to do these onion bargies yep um, and they didn't have any left, and I just took it upon myself to be furious about that. <laughs> um, and I woke up in the morning and found out that I'd been barred, and I wasn't allowed back in. And I didn't believe my friends, so the next Saturday I went in, and the man went, no, you are barred. <laughs> and I was horrified, oh, not because it. I was embarrassed, but just because I was yeah, never yeah. going to get to eat <laughs> these <laughs> lovely <laughs> onion bargies again. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's all closed. That's st- they've never developed all of that. I don't understand why they closed it so soon. So like, it was, I, as I heard it was going to be a hotel and they didn't yeah. want the nightclub underneath it. Um, and then it was all going to be part of the redevelopment, but absolutely nothing's happened with it. Yeah. And I walked past it the other day, actually. 
because I was trying to find a different, you know, with all this tram work, you don't know where you're walking anymore. I get lost now and yeah. I, where I can go and can't go. And I walked past it and I was like, oh my God, I've got like PTSD. <laughs> the flower beds were still there. Oh, no. The flower beds that I spent nights <laughs> being sick in are yeah. still there. Like, I, I couldn't you believe it. actually from Birmingham if you've never been sick in them. Oh, I mean, have you been to Snods <laughs> if you've not thrown up in the flower beds yeah. outside? But it's so weird. Like, you can look through the windows almost and still see. It looks like, you know, like after an apocalypse, everyone's yeah. just left. Oh, it's so really strange. Weird, yeah. Really weird. But I went to this. They had like a, a last ever party. Yeah. And everyone went in black. Yeah. And it was like people came in mourning suits. <laughs> and it was... um. It was it was really strange, but it was I actually do like part of me really I've got such nostalgic I think everybody who is in their mid thirties has got nostalgic joy about snobs. Yeah. Yeah. I think half my family remembers snobs. Like, I think <laughs> part of my some of my family came in like some of my cousins actually met their wives and stuff in snobs. Like, I did not meet my husband in snobs. <laughs> I met many uh <laughs> many a passing problem in snobs, but I did not meet my husband there, no. But you were talking about uh they've got Somewhere new, theatrics. Or... Oh, yeah, so not snobs. Um, yeah, <laughs> so it's snobs. opened at the end of Colmore Row, overlooks Victoria Square. Yeah. It used to be Jailbird. Ah. Um, right. And it's, um, it's had a little bit of a revamp inside, but not much. Um, but their plan is to put mu- more live music in there, as well as it being just a late night bar. That's a good spot for it as well, then. Yeah, it's a great spot. I can, like, I, I can imagine it must have cost an absolute fortune to buy that but that plot yeah i'd say so um, yeah. it's two floors as well yeah two stores not yeah. including the third floor which is the weird dungeon toilets <laughs> which uh come winter is the coldest place in birmingham to spend your <laughs> spend any of your time it's literally a dungeon have you been in it uh once i was in there like i wasn't in yeah there's like a staircase there. or a lift that takes you to the toilets yeah and it's literally a dungeon yeah um it's got cages and stuff it's quite <laughs> I'm sure bad things have probably happened there probably, in, in yeah. years gone by. Um, but no, I haven't, I've only, I only went to, I had a quick look around and had a drink, um, but I haven't eaten there yet. And I haven't uh, been upstairs yet. The upstairs wasn't ready. Does the food look good? Or? I've not seen any. Um, I haven't seen it, no. to be honest. I've seen little like snapshots on, on social, but I always, yeah. you know, they're it's hard, yeah. promo shots and food. Yeah. I never know, but I'll go, I'll go at some point. I think, it, I'm hoping it's good because what we needed for ages is a decent, you know, like 9pm onwards where you, you're, you're a bit like I don't want to go home yet, but yeah. so my like late night places I go to hotels van a lot because mm. it's cozy and warm and they yeah. don't look twice if you order red wine and a Negroni together. <laughs> um, the bar staff are incredibly polite <laughs> when you're dribbling. <laughs> um, so I think we need some more some good like midweek late night spots that you can go and hang out in that aren't full of eighteen yeah. year olds. Yeah, definitely. No offense. <laughs> Nothing wrong with 18 year olds. No offence, but I could have an 18 year old. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to hang around my friends who've got kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> If you could move to any other city because of their food, which city would it be? Um, I love Manchester. Manchester. I think Manchester's got a great independent scene. Still no Michelin star. Man- no, Michelin but you know, they've got, they've got so much... Well, in terms of affordability, Manchester has a great offering in terms of independent bars and restaurants and some yeah. of them are obviously expensive but there's some, like northern court has got some great stuff mm. um and i think they really they put more effort sometimes into yeah not just being there's always the chains as usual but they they make more of an effort to make little areas where they support sort of smaller stuff yeah that's good and i do like that i like bristol i was about if i was going to choose stuff. one bristol would be my wouldn't choose london 
Uh, I like London in doses. Like I like to leave London, so yeah. I go. I go there for work, and then I think this is nice. I eat some food. I generally, I generally it's for work, so I do like client meetings. Yeah, and then I'm like, cool. I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I mean, I, last time I went there was for the NFL, so we went there, and I'm, I think on the first day I was like a tourist, like walking around my mouth open, looking at all the sights. Trying not and to stuff. get punched on the escalator. Yeah, it's so I don't I don't understand the whole tube thing. I don't understand why people are running and nearly getting trapped indoors. And there's another one in a minute, one minute, yeah, one minute to next tube. Just wait, chill. I feel stressed just being in London. But yeah, for the first day it doesn't really oh, God, affect it's stressful. Me, but then by the third day, I'm like. I need to go. I need to get back to Birmingham fast. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'm walking down Oxford Street and somebody's just walked straight into me. They didn't see all 19 stone of me because <laughs> they were looking at their phone. I'm like, look yeah. how busy it is. Why are you looking I d- down The only thing I would like from London is I would like transport that runs late into the night. Yeah, the tube is brilliant. <laughs> the tube it's is brilliant. amazing. And I would like people to respect escalators. Yeah. People of Birmingham, learn how to use an escalator <laughs> when you get off the train at New Street. It is not hard. <laughs> oh my God, it is my absolute peeve. I cannot bear how... People are like lemmings when they get on escalators in Birmingham. Yeah. In the ball ring, it's the same. Yeah. Even in Debenhams, they're like... People don't stand to one side, are they? No. They do that in London, don't they? One side. Yeah, that's what I mean. They've got, that, they've got yeah, that down. Yeah, it's easy. Like, if you want to rush, rush, And I love that they literally go, get out of the way if you're yeah, in their yeah, way. Yeah, like, yeah, they've they got no, they will throw you down <laughs> that escalator if you are in their <laughs> they way. They don't mess about. I quite, I quite admire that part of them, to be honest. I'm quite jealous of their food, though, sometimes. Like, I think they've got more of the good things that we haven't. Like, I love Little Blackwood. Obviously, everyone who knows me or the podcast knows you love I'm little obsessed. blackwood you're basically married to little blackwood i love little black but it's so close to my house yeah it's the it's like you don't need a special account it's just good food yeah like proper food like whenever you want it it's, it's a lovely little place yeah it's brilliant and ben's a legend and sophia's is really nice but in london like they stick out because they're unique mm-hmm. around the surrounding areas of ben whereas in london they wouldn't be unique. There's loads of little places all around the suburbs of London yeah. that do really stand out food, but aren't fussy. Like but you when you're that much like, bigger and you've got that many more people, you should have more yeah. and you should have probably... But yeah, and the flip side of that, so when there is something really good, you have to... They don't let you book a table, so you've got to stand in the queue yeah. for two hours. I think London as, as well is a little bit like New York in that if you don't have the money to enjoy yourself, yeah. you don't enjoy yourself. Yeah. So when... Um, when I, it, Ian and I went to New York in November last year, and the one thing that I took away from it is a great city, it's beautiful, but I spent a fortune while I was there, and yeah, and I didn't true. even do anything that elaborate. I didn't go and eat in super expensive restaurants. I didn't go to any of those skyline restaurants where it costs a yeah. hundred pounds just to get in. Yeah. You know, it's like their healthcare just to be seen yeah, by a human yeah. costs a hundred dollars. Um, you know, we didn't do anything extravagant, and I came away and I'd spent a lot of money. And Did you I, like New York? I loved yeah. New York. Yeah, yeah like, I loved it. Um, but I, I do, I do think it's a similar thing in London, where if you haven't got the financial backing to go and enjoy yourself properly, yeah, you end up having to pick smaller things just to satisfy your budget on that. Yeah, definitely. And I think yeah. one of the really good things about Birmingham, actually, um, is in, even if you do fine dining in Birmingham, it, it isn't horrendously expensive. Yeah. Like you know, if you dine at Adams, it's what is it ninety quid at the moment for the tasting menu? Yeah, it's over ninety or hundred. Yeah. And, Simpsons is fairly similar. Yeah. 
um, Harborn Kitchen, I think, was 80 when yeah. I went. Yeah. Um, so, but they are, comparatively to what you pay in some London places, they are not expensive. No, and definitely. they're the places with stars. Yeah. Some of them in, in, in London charge you more than that, and they don't have any don't have credentials to show yeah. for anything. Yeah. So, you know, we've got, we've got a lot to shout about in Birmingham. I want to... I wanna, and um, one of the reasons I carry on with the blog is that I'm genuinely am really passionate about the fact that we have so much here. When I first started living in Birmingham, we didn't have half of what there is. The people yeah. who come here now and complain that nothing is available yeah. can can honestly do one because yeah. I've lived here when there's nothing going on. <laughs> when all you've got is a Bella Italia and a weather spoons to wet your whistle. Do you know what I mean? You always got annoyed when people slagged off them. I did. I always got really annoyed when people I'm really ferociously blight. I, I am a bit of a tiger about Birmingham and yeah. I know and I know that people might think that's a bit misguided because it isn't perfect. We're we're not a perfect no. city. We could do a lot of things better. Um the infrastructure's a little bit of a mess. Um yeah. and hopefully that improves in the next couple of years. But um, I think we're not very good, a bit like Brummies generally, we're just not very good as a city at hyping ourselves yeah. up to other people. Completely agree. And we're not very good at, it, we, it, we just moan about stuff and we don't actually go, but or stop, right, instead of, so someone says Birmingham's rubbish, yeah. why don't we show them why it's not rubbish? Why yeah. don't you, if you know, if a restaurant critic says, well, there's no good places to eat in Birmingham, then send him all your favourite places to yeah. eat in Birmingham and tell them why they should visit them because yeah. they probably haven't even noticed them or got them on their radar. Yeah. So... I think it's really important that, you know, self-love, it starts from within. The city's got to love itself, then you want, everyone needs to put a bit more out there. Absolutely. This is why I love iTunes, why I love Independent Birmingham. And, you know, people need to go out there and actually discover the city for themselves and stop going to the same five places and complaining. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, go out and pick the place that looks a bit weird from the outside or yeah. pick the place where your mate said that, you know, they didn't have, they didn't get it. Well, you might get it. Yeah, you, you might, might love yeah, it. yeah. Be a bit more adventurous. Yeah, just go for it. Like, what have you got to lose? But going back to Birmingham, not promoting themselves. I actually said, I think, in one of my other podcasts that I went to New York for Thanksgiving one year. Okay. I was it, there for Thanksgiving. It's completely different Weird. to the rest of America. Obviously, everyone knows a bit about the story of Thanksgiving and where it comes yeah. from. But obviously, with New York being so diverse culturally, it's it, it's the different meaning in New York. They use it as a chance to kind of shout about how great it is that it is so mm. diverse and how much they love all aspects of their communities. And I think yeah. Birmingham's definitely one of the most diverse part cities in uh, UK. Yeah, and we never promote that. Like no, and do you know what you ever see is the negative parts. I know. About and that? do you know what's really interesting? Um, you know Victoria Square. Yeah, there's um. The, the actual square outside the museum I walk through that a lot because it's on my walk through from where I live into the you yeah. know, shopping bits and stuff um, and there is every other day there is something in Victoria Square whether it's street food whether it's you know they have um, every year there's a Sikh festival yeah. where they just all they do is bring a load of food and, and, and you know blankets and, and talk to people and try and help people There every yeah. other day there is something in Victoria Square yeah um, and I, that's why I often put things on my Instagram stories because I'm like, yeah. oh my God, look, it's a really cool thing. But no one ever bothers to go and look at it. No. You know, and then it's things like, um, like I'm really glad that like, the Independent Birmingham Festivals always sell out now, which is great yeah. because people are actually choosing to go and, and, and do those now. But there's stuff happening all over the city all the time. The, the yeah. amount of stuff that goes on in Chinatown and nobody knows about it. Yeah. And the local, um, not to get all political about it, but the local papers could do a little bit more for showcasing yeah. things like that rather than doing clickbaity bits of nonsense, which just serve no purpose. I think that's <laughs> the kind of nature of the beast like that. 
I'm very aware of the fact that you write for news, newspapers. No, 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 I used to. So oh, I used, used to. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I, I, do, uh, I used to be a features writer. Many, many, you know, like uh, my, yeah. my, my dog ran off with my husband type stuff. Yeah. Got some great bylines. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, that's the problem there now is it's all, people aren't reading newspapers. So they've got to just get the online things going. Yeah, it's but the online websites don't really work very well because yeah. they're covered in clicky, yaddy They don't understand. Nonsense. I don't think they understand. You know, I think, I think um, from my perspective, I just feel like a lot of local newspapers, whilst it's all about what is happening locally, there's got to be an element of like looking after your own. Yeah. And instead of being like, oh, how sad this restaurant's closed, they like gloat gleefully about yeah, it and yeah. i and I, I don't really understand that that's not my i that think was that's my most thing that i was upset about when i heard nocturnal animals closed I yeah was like, oh. they don't often do their research about it either so they often get the uh, facts a little bit yeah so wrong. they they obviously got lucky in the fact that it did eventually close but they called it like months ago and it's like how's that a good thing like yeah i want more i want more like nocturnal animals i want more great independence yeah like, i want more really talented chefs doing amazing things like, i think it's also about like rent affordability so it's, imagine if you were going to start up a restaurant now you've, yeah. you where you're located is all going to be based on what you can afford rent rise isn't it yeah you know there's some um, places like uh gaijin sushi which is amazing and that's over on south side because yeah. michael said to me i can't afford to be in the city center yeah you know you're never going to get somewhere like that in the mailbox which is sad because things like that one at the top of um, Park Regis, which yeah. was a great sushi place, but it was in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame. Do you cook much at home? I do. I mean, I don't cook as much as I used to actually. The only thing food blogging has given me is I use my saucepans less, and I've gone up a jean size. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the truth do you know I make quotes for the show that's going to be your quote <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much I just get progressively fatter and more hungover <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah. we do a feature called Brum Dime With Us okay so I thought it'd be full, like each week we do a recipe or we get a drink recipe or something so I thought for you it had to be you had to give us a recipe and I didn't pre-warn you no, I've no idea what you're, you're talking about. Looking very nervous <laughs> there, like. Okay. But I think you should recommend four types of crisps for a crisp bowl. Oh, my God. Crisp bowl. Hashtag brum dime with so, us. So absurd that I have this crisp bowl <laughs> thing. Honestly. <laughs> and it I just the one? Do you know, do you know what? Once? This is such a stupid thing, right? I did. It's not even a joke. So years ago, um, funnily enough, I was hungover. Um, my other half... It, basically when i'm hungover i like really salty food yeah um and he went out and bought like 10 different packets of crisps put them all in a bowl and i basically spent an afternoon becoming a slug <laughs> that sounds word. amazing i loved it <laughs> i was literally like I, I, we weren't engaged or anything at that point and i was like that's the man i'm gonna yeah, marry thank you thank you so much um so actually it's not me who invented it technically it is in mahuan um with the wrong person for this question. yeah yeah he could he should be the spokesperson for this um and it became a bit of a running joke because i used to tell my food blogging friends about it and then one day i actually made one on instagram live yes. as a joke yeah. and i thought oh this would be this uh, yeah this is quite funny it's silly um and people got really into it people are really weird so this is the same thing it's like if i put up a photo on instagram of something from a fine dining dinner yeah no likes yeah Chris Bolt, a thousand likes. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you all? Keeping it real, isn't it? People are so strange. Like a, pe a picture of some chips. Yeah. Everyone loses their marbles. Yeah. It's just it's bizarre. But yeah, so the Chris Bowl is a running joke. It is not serious for anyone who <laughs> thinks I'm that 
I mean, I am ridiculous, but if anyone actually thinks, I sometimes get DMs from people on Instagram who are like, oh my God, you actually think this is a thing? I'm like, obviously I don't, come on. <laughs> it is a crisp bowl. It is a bowl full of crisps. Um, but yeah, the, the, so the four, you've got to pick four. Pick four. Oh, yeah. four. I mean, four's not actually a crisp bowl. Four's just a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, it should be ten. Ten? Oh, I didn't think of ten. Mm-hmm. Before. Mm. Oh, could you get oh, ten there's off rules. The top of your head? Oh, there's rules. Oh, there's rules. Yeah. So, when's the, the uh, deal coming out for the cookbook? This genuinely, someone said that the other day. No. I think they were joking. I assume <laughs> they were joking. I have some weird people following me. They might not be joking. <laughs> um, uh, so, uh, the, the rules for Crisp Bowl, um, 10 bags, they all need to be different flavours, they all need to be different types, i.e. you can't have um, three packs of mini cheddars that are all, do you know what I mean, they've all got to be different. Ideally, you go for cheap crap crisps, so you want like a Royster with a quaver, with a hula hoop, with a tangy tom, oh yeah, keep, keep it old school, um, with a Worcester sauce french fry maybe, yes. and then you can use like the french fry to hook up a hula hoop, yeah, yeah. there's there's method to the madness, definitely the best french fries, uh, y- yeah, yeah, Worcester sauce, no debate, no, but if you could live on one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? One food, like yeah, one food, like what's your, what's your thing, uh, mine would be cheese, cheese. shocker, <laughs> cheese is very versatile, I'm going to be a bit stereotypical, go on, say potato, because you can do more with it. Yeah, there's mm. lots you can do. I've, I, my theory is if I lived on cheese, I'd technically be in keto, like a, it'd be a carb-free diet, so I yeah, might actually true, get yeah. thin again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't if there's like a double edge to that one. I'm not sure, but... Well, if you had your last meal on death row, what death, do you think you'd pick? Death row meal? Yeah. I'm mad into Chinese, actually. Okay. Yeah, Chinese is my thing. So I'd probably have like a bow to start. Oh, you're going for... Oh, I like this. You're going for yeah, like a three-courser. Yeah, it's got to be three courses. Good for you. You know, I know I just said Chinese, but I'm thinking ramen for, for the mm-hmm. mains. And then tiramisu for after. Nice. <laughs> Straight yeah. into a tiramisu at the Straight end. Amazing. I think I'd do... I'd do, oh, do you know, probably something really boring and simple, like a baked camembert, but you know with like really brilliant bread that yeah. you can just like slather all over oh. that. But with garlic and, you know, yeah, yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Simple but classic. Or, or I'd have like... Or scallops. I love scallops. They're my, scallops them, oh my God. In some kind of like miso-y. You wouldn't even need to cook them. I'd eat them raw. Oh, as long as they're oh, good. Lovely. <laughs> lovely. Um, I'd have, for my main, I'd probably have like a really good bacon blue burger. Yeah. You know, like a really, yeah. when everything on it's just spot on and you just dribbles all down and your face shack. type thing. Do you know what? Meat Shack's Christmas burger. Christmas burger. Oh my God. Have you ever had that? No. Uh, so I, I actually campaigned for it to come back last Christmas. Started in September. So actually, oh, I should start. Should start. I, okay. I'll join. Paul, Paul <laughs> from Meat Shack, if you are listening, um, I gonna, want I'm your Christmas burger and I want it. Break and I will, bread I will fight you for it. it. <laughs> and literally, the, like the day he put it on the menu, I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing. It's got, it's got um, camembert on it. It's got like crispy parsnips, um, crispy greens. Oh, it's just, it's just absolute filth. It's so good. That sounds unbelievable. Honestly, I literally, it, it's the only picture as well people relentlessly steal off my Instagram and try and pass off as their own and it really annoys Does me. Does that happen quite a lot? Yeah. No. Yeah. I get, you, that's what I get in scraps about now, actually. I don't, how do you know? Did you just see it? Or? Um, sometimes I see it and sometimes or people message tells. me or they tag me in it and go, isn't this yours? No. 
That's awful. It is cheeky, isn't it? And they don't even give you a shout out or nothing. No, I don't. My thing is, I don't actually mind if a place I've eaten in. So, say if, for example, that meat shop burger. Yeah. If yeah. Paul put it up and said that this photo bite your I won't. I couldn't care less. Like, good, good for yeah. you. Use it for whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah. people, that you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take someone else's blog and stick it on mine. And be like that's no. mine. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> that's awful. It's a bit cheeky, isn't it? Yeah, I never really thought about it, but obviously it happens. Though. Mm. It does. It happens quite a lot, actually. It's oh, cheeky. I don't yeah. like that. I'm not down with that. Black hat, black hat <laughs> blogging. <laughs> <laughs> but no, there's um. What was I going to say? Yeah, Christmas burger at Meat Shack. One to watch out for. I will campaign for that. Yeah, I'll join. I will take you for soon. one. It'll yeah. change your life. I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm definitely doing that. That could be my first meet, sir. Yeah, and it's it's literally perfect for the, the December season as well because yeah. you're constantly a bit hungover and a bit tired and it's just, it's sweet and salty and... Perfect. Oh, <laughs> I'm, so sold. I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm going to start this petition starting tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is September. I should start the petition well, again more now. More signatures than the other petition that's going about. <laughs> but no, no we comment. Always, we always get away from politics on the. I'm, I'm, I try and keep yeah, anything silence, like that away yeah. from the blog. Yeah. Anyway, because it just causes such drama, doesn't it? But nobody needs that headache. <laughs> nobody needs. No. That. <laughs> it's all about Birmingham and food. I think that's about us. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? Or uh, I don't think so. It's just. I'm kind of getting the feeling we'd probably sit here all night and talk. We could. We could yeah. talk. Yeah. I'll sit here as long as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright you can you could just chat it's up to you <laughs> I've took enough of your time okay. I'm really grateful you did this oh no thank you yeah, it's been really fun you. yeah thanks very much I am um, I'm, I'm looking forward to making you a crisp bowl um, I'll send you one actually you could like, make you can make it yourself and do your own DIY you know like a hello fresh box <laughs> you can have a like a crisp bowl subscription <laughs> shut up that's a great plan yeah you can have that idea Ooh. <laughs> hate something great that's what i bring to life a crisp <laughs> subscription bowl thanks very much laura thank you for having me